Hey, I'm not gonna be a real patient guy now. Huddle up, huddle up. You know what? You're like my wife when you get in space. You just get lost. We're not posing for football cards now, offense. We're not posing for football cards. Let's play with some speed. Just get north and south. You're not Billy White Shoes Johnson. How stupid are we? Are you out of your mind? Are you out of your skull? Well, call it on Tom Brady, will you? Call it on those guys. I've never seen that in my life. Do it again. Do it again. Ho, 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 ho! Santa Claus is here, huddle up! You gotta build the foundation, man. That's what we're doing here. Yabba-dabba-doo, Raider Nation! What is going on? Before we get started, I have to just say a big hearty congratulations to my partner in crime, Tyler whose wife just had their third little one this week. Before we get into the fray of the Vikings game and the upcoming Colts game, I just want to give a big shout-out. Tyler, man, congratulations. Introduce the newest member to Raider Nation, man. Well, thank you. Uh, he was born on the 20th of September. Nice. Uh, his name is Hollis. Uh, and that is kind of an old name. You don't really hear that name very much. It was my great-grandpa's name. Ah. And then my mom had a brother uh, whose name was Hollis, or has a brother whose name is Hollis. And uh, unfortunately, I never met him in this life. He uh, was in a car accident when he was 12 oh. and passed away. And so it, I I don't know. We just kind of talked, my wife and I. We, I just It came up in passing one day, and... She was like, yeah, I like that name. I didn't know that. She, I didn't think she would, but nope, Mr. Hollis James, uh, eight pounds, nine ounces, uh, 21 and a half inches long. So mom and baby are healthy and uh, you know, unfortunate. He was born on Trayvon Mullen's birthday, as a matter of fact. Well done. And uh, I wished Trayvon the best of luck against the Vikings. And alas, uh, we were destroyed. And so... <laughs> That did not, I did Indeed. not get the win I was hoping, I was looking for. We played like crap. You called it. I was wrong. You were right. I'm ugly. You're <laughs> handsome. And you're smart. I'm dumb. And, but no, thank you for the shout out. And thank you to Absolutely. everybody who has sent encouragement. And uh, I'm learning how to be a dad of three kids now. Ooh, it's kicking my, yeah, it's kicking my butt. Um, and, but I'm nice. I'm trying to be a good dad. So absolutely. Well, you know, I was going to say it might be a little early, but, um, uh, you know, the, the eight pounds, the, uh, the length there sounding very linebacker esque. So, uh, Hey, you know, I'll take it. We, we need, the... uh, we need a little help in that department. So maybe here in about 22, 23 years, uh, Raider nation can get, um, get a little help there. My child came in at a whopping, what was it? Six pounds, eight ounces. So maybe he'll be like, I don't know. He could be a defensive Speedster. back, maybe. Wide yeah. receiver. There you go. There you go. So we're working on it, Raider Nation. Give us give us a couple decades and we'll be uh, churning out the next wave. But anyway, man, fantastic. That's great news. Dude, we need to add to Raider Nation, continue to grow the nation. Because right now, we need all the help we can get, man. And I guess that's a good way to segue into this next topic. Before that, though, Raider Nation, you want to get in on the podcast, want to be part of the show, give us a call, 
557-9771 is the number. Leave us a voicemail. We'll play it right back here on the show. We've done it many times in the past. We'll continue And we have to a few so. today. And we have, yeah, we have two from the same person today. Hey, so I'll take it. I'll take it. And, uh, it, or... You know what? If you want to remain anonymous, you can hit us up on Twitter at Behind Patch on Twitter. Leave us a message, and uh, we'll talk about it on the next week's podcast. A rant, a rave, whatever. I don't care. You know, as long as it's family-friendly and political-free, because those are the only two things that we strive for on this podcast. Right. We figure, Those are the rules. Yes. We figure if you're listening to Raider podcast you're not wanting to listen to politics and we try to keep it good and fun for the whole family because i figure you know what that's just i want to reach all of raider nation man i i want all of raider nation to enjoy it and you can actually get a lot of joy out of life and talk about a lot of good com- have a lot of good conversations without swearing tyler i don't know if you know that um but uh, you wouldn't know that from the world that we live in no, anymore no, but, but alas you can, it does exist you can have lengthy conversations without dropping any kind of language so that's what we try strive to do here at behind the eye patch so tyler man let's get right into it I, I, i'm gonna start off dude uh, before i get too crazy into it but i've literally have no silver linings from the loss uh against the vikings <laughs> you know against the chiefs we, we, you know, we, we were able to tally up a couple more sacks. You know, Benson Mayowa was up to three and a half sacks on the season. You know, we, we held him scoreless for three quarters. You know, we kind of were grasping at a few straws. But, man, I, I, like, what, I don't, you know, I guess Waller having a big game. Waller had a great game, I, I 134 yards. That's, you know, there's a solid silver lining. I know a lot of, some of Raider Nation would argue that because, what was that, like 84 yards that came in garbage time or something like that quite a bit of well it. if you if you really want to get down to it here's my thought about that okay. garbage time started in the first quarter then because <laughs> so true. that game was over like like the first quarter you just it was it was just like the raiders of yesteryear you just could feel no energy you saw almost like just no hustle like no yep true desire to go out there and rectify the situation it was like bah, we've lost we're on the you know we started at 11 eastern or whatever we're tired or one eastern so 11 o'clock start time we're tired blah 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 um so really i mean you could just chalk up everybody's stats to garbage time then if you want to um, well played well played. So that's my thoughts on garbage time. Waller had a heck of a game. Yeah, I don't did. care if he it's did. garbage time or not. Like he had one drop that he probably should have had, but I mean, crap. You're he's not Jerry Rice. So right, right. first big season in the NFL, first yeah. big role in the NFL. And honestly, you know, he had a, a car overthrew him there towards the end of the second quarter. Could have set up some yep. points for the Oakland. Don't know if it would have mattered or not by that time that point in the game but at least you know maybe it's 10 to 21 or maybe even 14 to 21 going into the half gives it a different feel but man you you touched on it perfectly it felt like we were back i, I was like is, is it 2018 did like did somebody reverse the clock and we're in 2018 again because that's exactly what it felt like I, I thought i was watching the 2018 oakland raiders and after the chiefs loss i we talked about it on this pod man i i picked you mentioned it. I picked Raiders to lose because I said I've got nothing else to go on. I was hoping to be incorrect. I would re- I would wish nothing more than to be incorrect, but I wasn't. 
And and the, the Oakland, I said this, the Oakland Raiders, after a tough loss like that, they'll come out the second week against a team that they have a 50-50 shot against, and they'll lay another egg. Now, what's so disheartening for me is that, like, I even thought last week that we would put up more of an effort than what we did on Sunday. I thought we'd lose by about 10. I think it, I said it was going to be like 27-17 or something like that, 30-17. Dude, that game was basically, what was it, 30? 34-14. That game was basically 34-7 to because we scored a touchdown in the final, what, minute, minute and a half? That, come Something on. Like that, that. Something like that. Yeah, it was over. Yeah, so so basically 34-17. to That is a butt spanking. And the thing yep. that concerns me the most is I'm hearing the same old, tired excuses from our fan base starting to creep back into the conversation, and it's only week three. Oh, the offensive line isn't isn't healthy. Oh, Carr didn't have as much time. Oh, our linebackers were hurt. Oh, Abrams wasn't... Oh, Abrams? Like, do you honestly think Abrams erases, you know, two touchdowns at the very least and, and makes that game any kind of a game? Like, I like Abrams as much as the next person, but what wh- what are you seeing out of him that shows you that he's that kind of a difference maker? Is he going to be? I, I think no. there's a strong possibility that he will be a difference maker, but does he wipe eventually. off? Eventually, yeah, eventually does. But does he wipe off 14 points on Sunday? No. no. Not no one person does that. I don't. Charles Woodson doesn't wipe off 14 points exactly. on Sunday. Exactly. In his prime. Right. Uh, um, so, you know, oh, linebackers hurt. So, yeah, linebackers hurt. You know, you know, just, oh, we're not, we don't have enough weapons. We don't have enough weapons. We don't, we need another wide receiver. And and I don't disagree with some of these statements, but when we use them as a crutch to explain away our poor play, that is what I don't like. Because then what happens is, is instead of going, instead of being honest with ourselves and going, look, this team is not there yet. You know, right. anybody who says that automatically all of a sudden becomes a hater or a fake yeah, fan. Yeah, we're not. Or a yeah, we're not a wagon. real fan. Yeah, you're not we, a real fan. We need to go find a new team to cheer for. Right. It's my, like my freaking closet is full of black and silver. I'm not gonna go find a new team to cheer for just because I think they're not that great of a team. Right. Like that's just like you can lump it. That's what I'm going to tell you. That's family friendly. Right. You can lump it. I'm here for the ride. I've been here for the ride. Mike is here for the ride. He's been here for the ride. Mike has seen like one, maybe two, what, two good seasons? Dude, I've seen one. I saw the season that we played the Bucks in the Super Bowl. That's it. And then 2016. Okay, 20, yeah, there you go. There you go. Which So two good seasons. Two okay. years, it, man. Yeah. And really, like... Yeah, I've been a fan since I was like five years old when I got a Marcus Allen jersey. But I mean, like from 1986 to the present, I've seen the Raiders. They probably should have made the Super Bowl in 2001. Yep. Tuck rule. Yep. Okay. 2002, we made it. We got our butts wiped. And then from then on, it was not good. No. We've had like a couple eight and eight seasons. 2016 brought hope. Yes. False hope, and then I was crushed again. Like it is, it is hard to be a fan. It, it's difficult to be in a relationship yes. with this team at times. Yes. 
does that make me less of a fan because I feel that way? No. I would hope not. No. And I would hope that other people... Yeah, I do care. I want better. I want to win. I don't like this. And you may touch on this too. This mantra has been going around. Okay, so explicative and then Raider Nation till I die. Win, lose, tie, Raider Nation till I die. I hate losing. The great Vince Lombardi once said, if you can stand losing, you can't win. That is where I am at. I can't tolerate losing. Right. It's not It's not something that I enjoy uh, going to work every day and being humiliated. Oh, you're a Raiders fan? Yeah, well, in the 80s, we were good. And like in the early right. 2000s, we, we fielded some quality teams. And the rest of the time, we've been a complete inept organization that's just i mean that's the facts you look at you look at facts you look at records you win look at wins and losses yep they have been terrible and alas let me you touched on it already let's go to the offensive line are you ready for this i'm ready hit me from from the espn nfl matchup here these are the qb pressure rate so qb pressure rate equals the percent of dropbacks where a QB was sacked under duress or hit. That's pretty easy to understand if I drop back. So the lower the number, the better off you are, okay? Number one, Dak Prescott. Number two, Tom Brady. Number three, Jimmy Garoppolo. All three of those teams, 3-0 and records. Yep. Check that out. Yep. Guess who's number four? Derek Carr. 17.6% pressure rate on his dropbacks guess how what our record is one and two and one and two wow patrick so so let's look down then at the bottom at the highest pressure the worst okay the worst of the worst is deshaun watson of the texans they're two and one two and one josh allen of the buffalo bills three and oh baker mayfield of the cleveland browns I believe they're one and two. One and two, yep, yep. Kirk Cousins. He, uh, the Vikings are two, two and, and one. one. Yep. And then Marcus Mariota. I think they're, I think they're one two and, and two. one as well. Or two and one? Okay. Yeah, I believe so. I believe so. So, so there, there's that. Yeah, yeah. There is, there are statistics right there stating offensive line's not doing a horrible job. No. As a matter of fact, they're keeping Carr pretty stinking clean. Yep. Seven. He's been pressured on seventeen point six percent. That and Dak Prescott at ten. So there's a difference of seven point four percent for you. Wow. So not horrible, and definitely like not the. I wouldn't say I. I would blame the offensive lines. Absolutely. You know, not. on that. Two of those sacks come from one game. On Brandon Parker, who came in at right tackle because Trent Brown was injured. Right. So, I mean, there's that for you. Yep. You you tell me how a quarterback stays clean, but has like 30 passes for 200 yards. Right. I, I, right. I don't And we've don't put up 24 that. points in two games. And, yeah. And what was it? Two of those touchdowns are garbage time touchdowns. Or 10 right. of those points, I think, are garbage time points. Uh, right. So... 
Uh, yeah, so, so here's 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 my take because the, my main grief is with other Raider fans that when I go on social media, when I go to places and I ex- and I demand more, when I say I am fed up with our offense coming out and putting up seven points through almost four quarters, we we talked about this at the beginning of the season. We have no more excuses, like okay, you could say well Josh Jacobs was sick. Okay, that's fine, but I point. Look, you know what? The Saints just lost Drew Brees. The yeah. probably the most the most central, maybe you could say Kamara is, but Drew Brees is what makes the wheels turn round in that offense. Teddy Bridgewater steps in. They travel to Seattle. The Seahawks are 2 and 0. They travel into one of the most hostile environments in the NFL and they yep. win. They, they win. win. The Raiders, if Carr went out, I don't think I don't think we'd win another game all year like because we can't adapt we we uh, Oakland just for whatever reason if we lose a piece if we lose a player it seems like all of a sudden like everybody is a Jenga piece and if you just take one person out like the whole thing falls apart I don't understand that that is a perfect analogy why well done yeah why can we not why can we not adapt like other teams can why can we not say you know what Maybe Gabe Jackson isn't in there. Maybe we don't have a second star wide receiver, but we've got a solid couple of running backs. Shout out to DeAndre Washington, by the way. I called last week, wanted to see him get some more carries, and he did a bang-up job. By the way, Richard fumbled again, FYI. That's 14. Um, Eric, I still want, I'm still waiting for your resignation <laughs> papers if you're listening. I told, I told Ken on Sunday right when Richard fumbled, I sent him a tweet and I said, I expect Eric's resignation papers on my desk immediately on Monday. Still don't have them. So Eric, I'm still waiting. Um, uh, why, I'm joking. Why, why can't we adapt? Why can't we, when things aren't pristine and perfect, why can't we still go in and gut out a win? And And at least keep it close. Yeah, exactly. You know, and I think that for me has what's gotten me so down. We weren't even close against the Chiefs. We started out for a quarter looking like, wow. And then, but for basically the last seven quarters of play for the Oakland Raiders, it's looked like, this looks like a 3-13, and 4-12 and 12 team. Uh, and when I point that out on social media, this is what I think makes me so frustrated, is that about 75% of our my fan base then attacks me for demanding excellence. Aren't we committed to excellence? Isn't that our mantra? Isn't that our logo? A commitment Just win. To- it's not just lose right. and be happy about it. It's just win and a commitment to excellence. Right. You're absolutely right. And so when I demand excellence, when I say, what is up with this offense? What is up with this defense? I'm sick of this. I'm tired of it. It's not like we have had a ton of winning seasons. And all of a sudden, oh, we just were in a little slump. And it's like, oh, okay. Guys, I keep hearing the same, we're rebuilding for the last 16 out of 17 years. For my entire adult life, we have been a quote-unquote rebuilding organization. I'm tired. I'm done with it. There is no other, there is no other business model where you can say, I'm going to go out like what, like us Raider fans do. We go out, we buy hats. We buy season tickets, we buy game day tickets, we buy jerseys, we buy all the paraphernalia, and then three... But we're fake fans. 
Apparently, yes, we are fake fans, but that doesn't work in any other business model. You cannot give a business, say, $1,000, and then for three months out of the year, that business does well, and you get a dividend check every month, but then for nine months out of the year, you don't get anything, and then that happens for 16 out of 17 years, and no smart businessman goes, sure, I'm going to keep investing in that. Absolutely. I only get a return uh, a quarter of the time. The rest of the time, I don't even I don't even get anything. But sure, here's another $1,000 every year. Keep investing it. I, then that way I can keep getting a little bit of return for three months out of the year. <laughs> that, that doesn't work. That's not how, like no other business model works that way. Now, I'm not sitting here saying, hey, everybody jump ship. Let's go. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm just talking about a, a smart businessman goes, hold the phone. What's going on here? I haven't seen returns for the last nine months. So something needs to get fixed here. What's the problem? Let's look at this. Let's let's set some meetings up. Let's start diving in. Do we need to get rid of some people? Do we need to bring some people in? What's going on? Because I'm investing my money in this and I ain't getting anything out of it for nine months out of the year. That's not right. And you, and you expect me to continue to invest my time and my money into this. That that in the real world that does not work. It doesn't work that way. So when I, as a Raider fan, say, "What is going on here?" for for four weeks out of a sixteen week season, I, I get a return. I get a win, and I'm happy. But for twelve weeks, we lose. You can't for for sixteen out of seventeen years. You can't expect me to just be like, "Oh no, this is fine. This is great." Because in the real world, that's not how it works. And in, I demand more. I sit here and I go, what is going on? Now, I'm not, I'm not sitting here telling you I'm done with the Raiders. I'm gone. But I'm going to go buy a, a you know, whatever. I'm going to go be a Rams fan. They're good now. I'm not talking about that. I'm just saying that when I have criticisms about this team, when I find faults, what I think that are faults with this team... And then when 75% of Raider Nation turns around and goes, oh, you can't do, oh, you're a fake fan. Oh, you, you, we're just rebuilding. Uh, here are some more excuses for why I'm not doing good. Stop it. Stop it. I've For 16 out of 17 years, we've been rebuilding. For 16 out of 17 years, it's, oh, the line's not great. Oh, we need one more piece. Oh, this guy's hurt. I'm done. I'm done with it. This team, we talked about it before. I don't expect this team to be a playoff team. Now, I looked at the schedule and... And I'm going, wow, the Jets are bad. The Bengals are bad. The Jaguars are bad. All these teams that were supposed to be good, they were all bad. Guys, look at this. The, the, the Broncos are bad. I, we could at the very least split with the Chargers. There's a real shot here if we can win a couple of these crazy games that we might slide in at 8-8, eight and 9-7. Eight, and seven. We might steal a wild card spot. But after the last two weeks, there's no way we beat the Bengals. There's no way we beat the Chargers twice. We might maybe, maybe sweep the Broncos. I think we can beat the Jets. But all of those what would or should have been easy wins after what we saw week one, but now all of a sudden the offense and defense have just gone ghost for whatever reason. What what was what were six to seven easy wins? The best I can figure is maybe we go three and four during that stretch. Do you think we're going to travel to London and beat the Bears? Did you, any? Has anybody watched the Bears' defense? Has anybody watched the Raiders' offense? Do you think what we've seen the past two weeks out of both of those squads is going to all of a sudden, like, magically go bring, and all of a sudden, Oakland's going to torch that defense for 28, 30 points, which is probably what they're going to need to win? 
You're insane if you think that. Do you think, <laughs> do you honestly think we're going to go beat the Colts on Sunday after the last two weeks the way we've played? No. Nope. There's no way. I don't have much hope on that game. I thought I had hope after watching. Okay, so Andrew Luck retires. Right. And then the Raiders come out and play really well Against in Denver. week one. Yeah. Yes. And then the last two weeks, it's just been like, what? In the heck, right? Is that? Is it? Is it? Is it? So no, I, I, I don't. I see everybody on social media, uh, calm down. Uh, it, it's it's three games. We're one and two. Um, you know that I I I kind of expected that, but I also expected to go into it and at least keep both of those right. games close. Right. I I expected to beat the Colts when you're looking on paper. Andrew Luck retires, Jacoby Brissett comes in, and you're telling me that that the Raiders don't even, you know, now I don't even know that they keep that close. Right. They've got Malik Hooker, their starting safety is out. There's a couple other big pieces. T.Y. Hilton may not even play. Right. And I still yes. don't have the confidence in anybody in that organization right now to say, yes, this player goes out, gets it done, we win. Right. I don't have that confidence. I don't my my confidence even in the coaching right now. Right. It, it is shaken to the foundation because I don't see any changes. I don't see any strategy at getting players to do what they do best. Carr is still going out from under center. Carr does not do well from underneath the center. Carr runs a spread offense. He's run a spread offense for his entire adult life. And we can't run out of the shotgun. Like freaking Josh Jacobs at Alabama, they run out of a shotgun. He can run out of the shotgun. The guy can catch passes out of the backfield. That's why we wanted him so much. Right. And you know how many passes out of the backfield the man has? He has one. For 30 one yards, pass right? For 30 yards, 28 yards. Yeah. yeah. And, and I'm sitting here like, what in the heck? Waller didn't even see his first target until almost halfway. I think it was nine minutes. Uh, there was nine minutes left in the second quarter. Nothing to Waller. Yep. And I'm just sitting here like, okay, he's about him, Williams, and 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 granted, uh, Jacobs was was injured with a groin thing. Williams had something with his hip, but I'm still like, you've got to at least go to them. Right. You've got to at least get your playmakers that you have on your team the ball. Right. And when I and and the, the criticism doesn't even stop there. When I see Carr dancing in a clean pocket overthrowing a six foot five tight end in um morrow or uh, not morrow uh, no uh oh carrier no the, is it morrow from from lsu our our fourth round draft pick oh maru moreau yeah. yeah 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 so so when i see him overthrow him and throw an interception to harrison smith I sit there and I'm like, what in the heck? That is terrible quarterback mechanics, number one. That's not what you expect you, out of a fifth-year man. Six. Six. Six okay, years. Six, six years. Six It's years. even worse. 
Exactly. Right. So I, I mean, you, he, he's, he's dancing in the pocket. His brother goes on social media and he's like, "That's a tough throw." I watched that play, Micah. I, I, I am six. I'm about. This, I'm six foot two. Okay. I weigh two hundred and fifteen pounds. Maybe I was two seventeen this morning on the scale. I would not feel like needing to dance in the pocket with nobody around me and making a jump pass to a guy that is five yards away. Well, the angle was bad. That's his brother's excuse. Hogwash. Hogwash. Yeah. Yeah. You have to make that throw. You are getting paid $25 million to make that throw. John Gruden is getting an absurd amount of money to coach this team and they can't make adjustments. He handpicked his coaching staff and they look like trash right now. Yep. I'm not yep. to say that they can't turn it around. Yes. Cuz they right. might. They might. But right now, after 3 games, two of them horrid and one of them really good, what it what 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 gives? And that's the- why so horrid and why so good? Was it seriously that the Broncos are that bad? I mean, they played pretty well against the Packers on Sunday. I think the Packers only beat them by by a touchdown. So the I mean, the Packers are a good team. They're a dang good team because now they have a defense. So and then you know, I mean. The list goes on and on. Well, the defense is gas because the offense can't keep them off the field. Well, the defense commits stupid penalties to keep themselves on the field. You got Arden Key running into a quarterback. Well, Tyler, he just released the ball. No, he didn't. Don't fool yourself. Go back and watch that play. The ball was gone. You can't make silly plays like that. You right. can't make stupid mistakes and keep yourself on the field on third and long. It, we saw that in the Chiefs game. That was a third, third and, and 14. 30, we gave up a third and 14. We've given up a third, third and, and 30. And it was like a third 14. and 40. Yeah. It, I mean, and and we were watching the Chiefs game and we're like, oh, we don't really even have a chance. Like, here comes a bomb. Touchdown. Yep, exactly. That's exactly what happened. So there are many things which are causing rippling effects throughout it. Yes, the offense can't sustain a drive, so the defense get gas, but the defense can't help themselves get off the field because they're making stupid mistakes. Like you can't do that kind of stuff. If you want to play with good teams, you got to play well. Right. And right now they are not playing well. You can win, lose or tie all day long until you're blue in the face, but until people start winning, garbage right. show me something and you show know, me a reason to have some confidence in you right uh, right now i've got none and, and, and you know what? if you're a fan and you're fine with this uh, you know actually i honestly i respect that oh because there aren't many people that could be put through a poor you, you couldn't work at a job that for three months out of the year your boss treats you well but for nine months out of the year he just treats you like garbage and that you just you stay at that job year in year out year in year out going this is fine and and making say just you know maybe a bit above minimum wage you there's there's no other so but that's what we're doing with the raiders but if you're fine with that if you're like you know what win lose or tie raider nation till i die i respect that i don't i don't think you're any less in fact you might be be even a bigger fan because you don't even care if this team wins or loses you're just there you just, you don't even care. That's fine. But you cannot come 
and and attack me or attack anybody who wants a commitment to excellence, who expects a commitment to excellence, who wants more out of this team, who wants more than seven points through nearly four quarters, who says that is garbage, this is BS, this team needs to straighten up and fly out. You cannot point the finger at me and then say, oh, you know what? You're just a hater. You're a bandwagon fan. Get out of here. No. Don't cheer for the Chiefs. Right. I care. I don't want to cheer the Chiefs. If I wanted to cheer for the Chiefs, I would already left. I care. But I'm still here. I care about this team enough to go, you know what? Maybe the rest of Raider Nation is fine with this and is chanting, win, lose, or tie, Raider Nation till I die. That's it. But I care enough to go, no, I'm going to stand up and say, this is crap. This is terrible play. And we need to fix this. How are we going to fix? Who's going to stand up and take some responsibility? And I will take the slings and arrows from Raider Nation for standing up and doing that. But it's because I care about this team. I care about winning. I'm tired of being at the bottom of the barrel for 16 out of 17 years. And I'm tired of saying, oh, well, once we get a wide receiver and a good running back and a linebacker and a safety and a corner, then we'll be good. Oh, you know, the reason we lost that game is because our starting left tackle was... Oh, you know, the reason we lost that game is because uh, uh, our receiver was injured. You know, the reason we lost... I'm tired of that. Because, you know what? Good teams... Are any of those players better than Drew Brees? Uh, Right. Because, you know what? The Saints lose Drew Brees. And right now, the Saints look like they're going to be just fine. Because Teddy Bridgewater goes... Now, the special team... But that's the point. The whole Saints team stepped up against a 2-0 Seahawks team. Special teams made a touchdown. They had, I think it was a fumble, returned for a touchdown. And then Teddy Bridgewater puts up another 17 points on offense. The whole team rose to the occasion in Seattle and won. Do you think if Carr were out and we went and played, oh, let's say, uh, anybody, let's say let's say we went and played the Chargers. Do you think without Carr, do you think we go and trash the Chargers by basically 17 points, and they score a late touchdown, and it makes it look closer? No way. No. No way. Not not a snowball's chance in the warm spot. Right. Now, the only the caveat after this rant that I will say is this, and this is what I hold on to. This is my sliver of hope still. It's only week three. B- worst teams, I believe the last time, Maybe it was the first time that the Giants went to the Super Bowl. I think they started the year at like one and four, one and three. It was bad. Maybe it was like two and four. They had a bad record when they started. The Packers, a couple of years ago, they went on an insane run. They won, they rattled off like eight straight wins to get a wild card spot. It is still early in the year. Do I think the Raiders can turn it around? Absolutely. I've seen it. I saw it week one. I've seen what this offense can do. I've seen what the defense can do. I think the defense could do just enough to win games. But that is the problem. The last two weeks, the way we've played the game, we have not been competitive except for one quarter against the Chiefs. We have not been competitive for four quarters against the Vikings. And that's what concerns me. That's why I say, look, there were six easy win, like, easily winnable games the Colts game with T.Y. Hilton out this should be and no luck this should be like we should win by 10-12 points on Sunday even if T.Y. Hilton's not in I still don't think we beat the Colts I'll be honest because I'll I have I have to go off of what I have seen this season and what I've seen the last two weeks is garbage is absolute garbage 
and hot, stinky Arizona we, garbage. We just played the best running back in the NFL and got smoked. Congratulations. We get to play the second best running back in Marlone Mack on Sunday for the Colts. Do you expect a different result? I don't because I have to go off of what I've seen this year. We just got torched by the best running back. Well, guess, you know what? Bend over, man. It's coming again. We've got the second best running back. Maybe we should edit that out. But, guys, it's coming again. The second best running back in the NFL. we, we got to go play him. And I just watched my defense get scolded. Oh, congratulations. We're moving up. We just signed a practice squad player at linebacker. And another practice squad player just got moved up from our practice squad uh, to linebackers. So, that will be fun going against the second best running back in the NFL. I think Brissett and T.Y. Hilton could both be out. I still don't think we would win this game. That's how little faith I have in the Raider offense and the Raider defense right now. And until they can do different, until they can show me and show up like they did week one, we are in for a long season. We are in for four to five wins. Five, I think, would be impressive, actually, with our schedule. And... Uh, uh, the Raider Nation that's going, there's a huge chunk of Raider fans going in like, this is going to be a cakewalk against the Colts. I don't yeah, I don't get that. that at all. I don't get it at all because I we have to go off of what we've seen this year. And for we just 67% lost, like, one of, our... of the year, it's been hot garbage. So yeah. I don't know, I don't we... know why, how you can think that way. But you know what? We lost Markel Lee too, yep. so that doesn't help our run Big defense. Big run stopper. He, he's out for the year. He's on IR. Yep. We signed. Now, I am excited about the guy that we picked off from the Rams practice squad. Another last chance you, season two star, Mr. Dakota Allen, who, I might add, I had mock draft to us in like the sixth round okay. last year. So I was excited about that. I think he's a good player. Uh, he's a, I mean, he's a downhill missile. And if we need to stop the run, that's kind of what we need. But, I mean, and even Sunday, I don't know if you saw this or not, but B.D. Williams, our guest, a couple uh, – was that last episode? A couple episodes ago. A couple episodes mistaken. ago. Um, it, it, he counted 10 men on the field on that reverse to Adam Thielen, Thielen where, the, where the Vikings scored a touchdown. Okay. There were 10 men on the field. Perfect went out with an injury. Nobody replaced him. It's like what in the heck? Yeah. Are you like did the coach not even notice that? Right. Oh, we've we're just going to, you know, it's like you know, Al Davis helped us against the Texans when he died. I I'm pretty sure the ghost of Al Davis helped us win that game yep. with 10 men on the field. We we weren't honoring Al Davis in this game. So we got torched and they ran a reverse at the goal line and scored a touchdown yep. of all plays. So anyway, I mean, it's just the, it's sad. And that's and now, and I want to bring this all to a close because am I going to be cheering for the Raiders on Sunday? Yes, absolutely. I will have the game on. I Dude, I watched all the way up until literally like six or seven minutes in the fourth quarter last week. When we were down 34 to 7, I'm still watching. So you cannot question my fandom. I am not getting ready to, <laughs> I'm not getting ready to burn my Raider gear like Dolphins fans have done. Like any other, like Browns fans are doing, because apparently the Browns aren't the second coming, and um, but I but 
I am vocal when I say, we've talked about it on this podcast, man. We keep it real. We're not just, we're not fanboys. We're not here to tell everybody, oh my gosh, everybody's great. Everything's 100%. We love it. Win, lose, or tie, Raider Nation till I die, right? Like, no. Like, sure. I, I, I agree with that in spirit and in theory. I am a Raider fan. I'm a diehard Raider fan. I'm already trying to get tickets to when they go to the Vegas next year. And right now, like, they could be hobbling into their Vegas stadium next year with the way this team is looking. I'm still trying to get tickets to that game, to to a game next year in Vegas. But I am tired of the way we're losing. I'm tired of the way this organization every year seems to be in rebuild mode. Will I still be there watching Sunday? Absolutely. 100%. Will I be cheering them on? Absolutely. Do I hope I'm eating crow next time I'm on this podcast? I hope people come on here and give me tons of crap for downing us and doubting us against the Colts. I hope Carr goes in there and we light them up 34 to 10. And it's just like, holy mackerel. Oh, that wasn't even a contest. Well, maybe, maybe... It, this is, you know, maybe we've been, you know, I was wrong. I want to be wrong. I want to be wrong. But I am afraid that I'm not. And I am afraid <laughs> that by the end, by the end of September, by, by before Halloween, I'm going to be combing the draft boards looking at okay so do we do need to take a linebacker or do we need to take a receiver? And who do and I need to And we will start bring watching? you the best coverage of the draft for Starting seven months October, if that yes. is the case if that I, is the case much like unto last year the year before that and and yeah and many years before that i look i've been here through jamarcus russell so i you're a true fan yes i think all fans that were here through the jamarcus russell era automatically get like a gold ticket and you, Harry Collins, Marquez Tuiasosopo. Yeah, the list goes on and on. You you are not allowed to question those fans that have been through that <laughs> those times. If you're still Should here representing the nation, you are a special breed of fan. One hundred. Make a special patch to wear with pride. Right. I survived your Marcus or a shirt or something. Perhaps perhaps I can have Dan at DC Four L Custom Tees make us a, a T shirt and do a giveaway of those who, fans who have been here since Jamarcus Russell or something like that. Love it. So, but, uh, okay. I will, I will close my rant by just saying, I want to see more. I, I just want to see people held accountable for their mistakes. I'd like to see some adjustments at halftime. And I really don't think that it's that much to ask for. No, uh, no. I, like, I, I think I, I don't remember who said it, but um, I saw a tweet that really the frustration is not so much that they're losing. Yes, I get frustrated with losing. I hate losing, even at like uh, foosball or, you know, things like that. I'm competitive. I don't, I like to win. I liked in my job, I like to strive for excellence, make 100% of my patients feel better. And it, chaps my shorts when I don't get them feeling better. It's the same with sports. Like, I want to win, and it makes me mad when I don't. But the the hardest thing to stomach is how they are losing. Yes. It's not that they are losing. It is the how they have lost for the past two weeks, looking like a completely inept team. Inept meaning uh, they don't know what the Sam Hill they are doing. They, nobody is on the same page. The play calling looks horrific. 
everything from from the the owner on down to to the water boys just looks terrible yep. and and that hurts that pains my soul because the raider the, the pride of the shield the pride of the franchise has been winning but it has not been that way for many a moon and it it, it I'd love to get back to just you know being being even mediocre at this point, right. I would take instead of being hot, stinky Arizona garbage. Being a team that like, if we played the Dolphins this Sunday, it's a fifty-fifty game. You know, I like I would, yeah, I'd much rather be a team that's like we crush those suckers. Right. Even at our worst, we still beat the Dolphins by seventeen. Like, if we had to play the Dolphins this Sunday, I would be genuinely like, this could go either way because our defense can't you know, stock a leaky pipe and our offense uh, seems to fall asleep for quarters at a time. And I just don't know. Uh, that's sad because uh, the Dolphins have a real shot at 0-16 at achieving greatness yes, they do. of 0-16. So, so why are we signing their practice squad, guys? Don't know. That That is my question. We'll find out. We'll if find I may. Out. Fortunately, I Tyler, may. fortunately, it's only week three. The hope is there are 13 weeks left. So I feel better a little bit. Yes. We've, we closed the chapter on week three. Looking ahead to week four, let me start it off by this. Is I don't think so, but is it too soon to say this is a must-win game for the Raiders? Nope. I do don't, not feel... I don't think so at all. Because, Micah, we've got this game. There is talk that we fly straight from Indianapolis over to London, which I think that's a great that's idea. A get over there. Fantastic idea. Yes. Yeah. Get like last week I or last week, last year, thank you. Uh we flew over like the day before. Ugh, and sorry. I'm like, what in the heck? That's like that's some major jet lag. Then you get to go play the next day. So being over there for a week and being able to practice, yep. great plan. Now Let's get some better freaking execution, shall we? Yeah. Um, so there, so so we've got that, and then, uh, but yeah, I mean, so you, say you lose to the Colts, one and three, probably gonna lose to the Bears, one and four. Yep. We have a bye week, then we go to Green Bay. You're one and five. Yeah. So it, it could be the difference of winning this game. Going, you know, you're two and two the first quarter of the season. Yep. Congratulations, well done. Uh, Five hundred is what we kind of put this team at. Right. Maybe a little above. So good job on the first quarter. Uh, let's execute on the, you know, on the rest of the the three three fourths of the season that's left. But I mean, theoretically, realistically, you're you're what one in. I Four, think you're one in one, five. Yeah, one in five. One in five, and then you have to play the Texans. So it's like, oh man. Do you honestly think if at the point of one in five you beat the Texans? No way. No. No way. I don't think so. Not not but not our defense this could against save. that offense. Yeah, I mean, if there is a silver lining, or maybe not even a silver lining, if you're looking on the glasses half full side, say you get a win against. Uh, the Colts. Okay? okay, so you're two and two. Yeah. Maybe you go to London. You don't play very well. You're two and three. Yep. Two and four. 
And and that is um I mean I hate losing, but it's better than one in five. Right. Uh, and and you're like completely out of it because that at at one in five you pretty much have to win the rest of your games you right. know like to or at least you can only drop like maybe one more game the rest of the season meaning you've got to beat the Chargers twice beat the Chiefs which I don't see that no, happening this year sorry game. news no news flash for you but Tyler doesn't think that's gonna happen. And, uh, so, I mean, really you've got more, I, it just doesn't look good for playoff runs. Here's the way I look at it. Absolutely. A must win game. If you expect Oakland, if I even expect Oakland to win seven games this year, eight games this year, you have to beat the Colts. And here's why. If you beat the Colts, I give us hope against teams like the Lions, the Texans, um, it's a tall task to ask this team to travel to London and beat that that um, uh, that that Chicago defense, and then have to play. I mean, the Packer defense, which is playing lights out right now as well. That's a tall task to ask this team to go to both those play because I, I believe we have to go to both Green Bay and to Chicago, if I'm not mistaken. So uh, the game in London is technically our home game right, that we gave up baloney. for moving. Right, 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 and and but we do go to Green we Bay. We go to Lambeau Field. So, uh, if but so here's the way I look at it. If we can go in it, let's say we beat the Colts. Let's say it's twenty-seven to twenty. We get a win at the Colts. That makes me think. Okay, this team has some fight in it because I put the Colts close to about the same level as I do the Lions and the Texans right now. I think if all of a sudden the Lions and Texans for me become a toss-up games 50 50 so let's say you win one let's say you beat the lions now all of a sudden you know you're two and two you lose to the packers you lose to the bears you're two and four you can beat the lions you're three and four you lose to the texans you're three and five okay not great for the first half but not terrible because the second half of the season you have the chiefs short chalk that up to a loss say three and six you have the jets very winnable the Bengals. Very winnable. You have the the Broncos. Yeah, are you kidding me? Chargers. Eh, let's say you split with the Chargers. Jacksonville. Yeah, absolutely. Very winnable game against Jacksonville. I even and the reason I say that is because I have a rookie quarterback. I mean, he did a solid job, but I was in the pouring rain against the Titans, who are eh, any given Sunday with the Titans. Um, so all of a sudden, there are like the second half of the season looks very, very promising for Oakland. So, you know, you get through the first half, three and five, I'm not despondent, honestly, uh, unless unless we just absolutely just lay eggs against teams like the Packers, the Bears, which, I mean, we've seen it already this year in the last two games. Uh, Who is to say it couldn't happen again? But that's, I'm like... Gosh, the Colts, you have to win this. If we get, if if we go in and play the Colts like we've played the last two weeks, there I think this is a four, maybe five win team. Maybe I think five would be asking a lot. And at that point, I talked about this at the beginning of the year, man. I said I think Oakland has to get seven wins before I would feel comfortable saying, "Yeah, let's keep Carr." You know, let, let, I want to keep riding with Carr into Vegas. I think this team, even with the rookies. We have plenty of talent. This team on both sides is upgraded from last year. I don't care what you tell me. The offense is better than it was last year as far as the talent level 
And the defense is better than last year as far as talent level. There is no reason that this team can't add three more wins to its roster than it did last year. So if we can't reach the seven win mark or we barely squeak out seven wins, you know, if you've listened to this podcast long enough, you know I am a huge Derek Carr fan. I would love this guy to be the face of the franchise heading into Vegas. But if this is a five, four, six win team, we've got two first round picks. There are a lot of quarterbacks coming up in the draft. It would I would not cry if we picked up like the old Oklahoma quarterback and just said, you know what, we're going to go ahead and sit him behind Carr for now. But, uh, you know, we things start looking poor again. We start out 0-2 or 1-4. Eh, maybe it's time, you know. And it might give give Carr that bump that he needs, you know. Might yeah. have somebody, somebody breathing down comfy. his neck a little bit. You know, maybe that's what he needs because that along with the way we've lost, is one of the most frustrating things this season. How Carr just, like, what happens? I I would use a phrase that the Joker used in Batman um, when he's talking to all the thugs, but that's what I feel like sometimes. I'm like, what what happened, Carr? What's going on? Like, where did angry Carr go? Where did competing Carr go? Because the Carr I'm seeing on the field right now looks very just like ho-hum. And... And I am a big car fan, and this is the first time in six years. I'm sure there are some Raider fans that are like, well, finally, you're coming around. And I'm sure there are a lot of Raider fans. In fact, I know there are a lot of Raider fans that are like, you can't blame Carr for this. But this is the first time in Carr's entire career that I have started to go, maybe this isn't the right move. Maybe heading into Vegas, this isn't the direction we need to go. I want to win championships. I want to be... I want to be the Chiefs right now. The Chiefs are set up to be contenders for like, I don't know, for as long as Mahomes is there. So I want to be that team. And Carr has had six seasons. Uh, we've we've given every excuse in the book for Carr, but this was Carr's season. He's got the weapons. He's got the line. He's got the running back. This was supposed to be Carr's season. It's only three weeks. I need more time. I need to see more. But right now through three weeks, I... I'm starting to question it. I'm starting to question it. I still think that he has the line. I think the line is fine. Yes. I think he's got the running back. I think the running back is fine. Is there, in the offseason, we've talked about this. The Raiders signed Tyrell Williams not to be a number two to AB. It was to be the number one alpha dog because they felt he could handle that. Yeah. So it's time for... Whoever is calling the plays, whoever is throwing the football, to treat him as such. Right. Get him the ball. Because we've seen when we do, good things happen. Yep. Um, Waller, I think, is part was probably part of a big part of their plan. They knew what they had in this guy. Yep. Like saying that this is a surprise to the coaching staff would be a slap to their face and yep. insulting their intelligence because I'm pretty convinced that they knew what they had when they signed him last year. A giant dude who is a nightmare of a mismatch. You can't put like a six foot safety on him because he eats him up. You can't put a corner on him because he eats him up and you can't put a linebacker who's bigger on him because he torches said linebacker. So it's time to, to make some changes they have made some changes. Uh, Ryan Grant, 
who was inactive last week, has now been cut. He yep. is no longer part of the team. Uh, so that mean, that made room for another linebacker because allegedly all of ours are injured. Uh, Perfect and Morrow both practiced today. Trent Brown practiced today. Josh Jacobs was a full go. And so, you know, I mean, the injury bug bites every team, though, right. Micah. Right. It, it, it hits every team, and it's just a matter of time. I mean, yeah, we lost Abram. Uh, but like we said before, I don't know that he really swings a game 14 points. Right. Uh, we lost, you know, our incognito played pretty well in his first game back from being retired and off his suspension. Uh, you know, it, Gabe Jackson, I there was talk that he was going to be out I don't or back this week. I don't know where people heard that from. Uh, but he is not going to be back. I would guess probably for Green Bay yeah, is when guess, is yeah. when he comes back. They don't. There's no need to rush him back. It's not like the line last year. It's not porous. It's not horrendous. Um, and so you know, it's just I, I don't know where I was going with all of that. But there's you know there are changes being made. But like really, Grant is like gonna change the season. I, I keep seeing, yeah. Yeah. I I keep seeing that you know Keelan Doss is gonna change the season. We need to target him. He's our wide receiver number one. Right. I, I'm right. not buying it. And, right. and I got then, eaten alive when I suggested let's bring Crabtree back. Right. Uh, I, I people we were talked just about so that. Outraged. It was like he got cut from two other teams for a reason. I'm like, well, he's a veteran. He's got rapport with Carr. You can't tell me he'd be worse than Grant. And he'd no. be cheap. He'd be cheap. Right. So you Super can't tell cheap. me that'd be a bad move. So no. And I, I, and I, I for one was like, yeah, let's. You know, I, I saw that Crabtree was released by the Cardinals. I'm like, if the the only thing is that I did see, uh, I think it was from Jerry McDonald that they were not on speaking terms anymore. Uh, Car and Crabtree. So if Car and Crabtree are like, you know, at each other's throats then probably not the best idea to bring him right, in. But, right. you know, it's that was a rough year for everybody. 2017 was tough for everyone. Yeah. I wouldn't mind kicking the tires on him. I mean, he can't, like you said, he can't be worse than, uh, you know, Grant was losing, you know, five catches for minus three yards. And, you know, I, I don't right. know. I don't think that J.J. Nelson is a true number two. What did he no. do in Arizona? No. Like, yeah. what did he, he had like fast. one or two games where all of a sudden people were like, whoa, who is this guy? Right. Um, but it right. was because he was the number three. You know, people were locking down Fitzgerald. People were locking down uh, the bucket. I can't, I'm blanking on the other receiver. And all of a sudden, little J.J. Nelson comes in, you know, little snag two touchdowns in a game. And everybody's like, whoa, who is this I guy? I add him. Yeah, I add him to my fantasy team. And then, like, he goes ghost the right. rest of the year. Right. Yeah. Classic. So, it, the, you know what? If there's a team that had every excuse to lay down and die this season. It's the team we're facing on Sunday. Yeah. Luck. Luck. One of the best quarterbacks, as far as statistically goes, I was never a huge, I didn't think he was the second coming or anything like that. A lot of uh, analysts did. A lot of people, big, big, big wigs thought he was. I didn't really see it. But Luck was a good quarterback. And he leaves in the prime of his career 
literally a week before you start the regular season. If there is a team that could have every excuse to say, oh, we're going to have a poor season, it's the Colts. But what are they doing? They're putting together a fantastic... Brissette, seven touchdowns, one interception, a passer rating of 112. Like... Uh, I'd this, take that. Yeah. Can Mac, we trade for him? Mac, almost averaging 100 yards rushing a game. Second best in the NFL, only behind Dalvin Cook. Uh, this that Good teams, in the face of adversity, find a way to grind it out like the Saints did in Seattle, like the Colts are doing right now. It's the next man up mentality. Isn't that what they always talk about? Next man up. They have the players, the coaching staff in place to be able to rally a team no matter if your number one right receiver's down or if you're the Chargers and Gordon is out at least the Chargers have have hung in all of those games that they've played they've kept it close and that's another team that could say well you know we lost Williams oh well you know Gordon's not here oh well both of our uh safeties are out I mean that's a classic team that could be like has every excuse for their one and two record yet they're still hanging in there week in and week out against teams this last three weeks. Um, the Chargers, they had a game one, gave it up in like the last like minute. Um, so, so, but that's what good teams do. They're able to find a way to win. It's like if everything is just not right in place for the Raiders, then all of a sudden it's just like, oh, well, we only score seven. Oh, well, we only score 10. It's a... No, good teams find a way to win, find a way to gut it out and get through and survive until their captains come back. And Oakland's not doing that. And I'm not sure who to attribute it to because we're only three weeks in. I just know it doesn't look good, doesn't look pretty. And you know what? A few more weeks will go by and I'll be able to tell you either, hey, I know, I think I know what the problem is or hey, glad we turned it around. Glad uh, didn't give up on this team yet. You know, we're only three weeks in. Glad they found that second juice, you know, got their second win, got, you know, whatever. You can't tell me right now that opening up this offense for Carr, we can't do any worse. Like, what, what are you afraid of? We might only score seven. Oh, <laughs> newsflash, we really only Hello. scored seven in the last game. Garbage time touchdown with a minute and a half to go. Uh, so you can't tell me that we would do worse by saying, you know what? Carr, you are the best percentage. You have the best completion percentage of 20-plus yard passes. We're opening it up, baby. You got Tywell Williams. Heck, throw Doss in there as well. Big-bodied receiver. We saw what he could do with Andre Holmes. Um, So we're going to open it up, man. You start slinging it. If you find something you like, go to town. We're, we're, we are just, it's going to be pedal to the metal because we're one and two right now. We are getting ready to go on an absolutely grueling away stretch. We got nothing to lose. It's not like, oh, we almost beat the Vikings. Oh, we were so close with the Chiefs. The game plan is there. We almost got it. We just, just a little play here and there. Guys, we weren't even close. So we might as well just go for, shoot for the moon at this point. Yeah, because, and land amongst the stars. Right, because at the worst, we could be sitting here going, my gosh, we just took the Colts to school and we just beat the Bears in London. We're all the, we're, we're three and two. Oh my gosh, we we might beat the Tyler Packers. Tyler has two crows to eat. Right. And I would gladly eat them. Right. I will gladly eat them. Yes. Send them my way. You'll, because we'll if we win, shame. I'll take the walk of shame. I'll do something drastic. I'll eat a flipping real crow. I don't know. I think that's illegal. But um, I don't know. Anyway, crow season. I, 
<laughs> there is no crow season, I don't think. So uh, anyway, especially down here. Anyhow, um, Tyler, there's. So w- w- so I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. I, before we get. No, to the I'm game. just saying. Prove me wrong. Right. I want to be wrong. Yep. Same here. Same here. Because I'm a fan of this team. At the end of the day, I lo- I want to no, rant not. against them right now. Uh, we've said it before, man. We're realists. We're realists. If this team isn't playing well, we say it. I'm not just going to sit here and pump my fist and go, oh, 34 to 14, win, loser, tie, Raider Nation, till I die, baby. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to say, boy, this is terrible. Um, how do we fix this? I'm not going to sugarcoat it. And we don't on the podcast here. And if you want a sugarcoating podcast, this isn't the podcast for you. I, we should. I can tell you one. We, 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 we should have put that disclaimer out there. Uh, at the beginning, because if you want, if you want a podcast that's just going to give you all the feels and everything is hunky dunky and roses and 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 white linens, uh, this then this is not the podcast for you. Because no. we try to find solutions to problems. We don't make excuses around here. We f- we feel like you own up to it. You own up to it and try to get better. Because I, that's how I live my life, Tyler, and I think yeah. you do too. So don't be a part of the problem. Right. Be a solution. Right. Imagine if Coach Gruden, after getting blown out 34 to 14, went into the press conference and said, well, you know what? You know, Jacobs was hurt there for most of the game. That was a big problem. Uh, you know, uh, Brown going out, that was another, you know, issue that we had to deal with. And then obviously, you know, our linebackers going down, you know, we didn't have Abrams in there. That's another reason why we weren't able to win today. Um, but you know what? Win, lose, or tie, Raider Nation till I die. Uh, yeah, am I right? Knock on wood if you're with me. Like, if he went into a press conference, like, what, what, like, do you, do you not think he'd be, like, that would be the Sometimes lamest. Sometimes it feels like that's what happens. <laughs> that would be the lamest thing. Like, we wouldn't expect that from our coach. You wouldn't want that. You don't want that from a coach. You don't want a coach that's just like, ah, oh, you know what? We got the doors blown off, but hey, man, we're in there fighting, right? Right? Am I, are you with me? Yeah, this is good stuff. Yeah, then we're going to get after it next week, and uh, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. But win, lose, or tie, Raider Nation till I die. Am I right? Like, that Word. does nobody any good. No, you want a no. coach that's going to tear some people a new one that's going to go, no, this is unacceptable. You know, we need a little bit better execution, you know? So, better execution. Right, right. And I think that's what we have. We'll find out, though. We'll find out in the next few weeks. Okay, Tyler, we've we've set our piece there. With that being said, what? give me the score for Sunday's game, man. I think you and I both made it clear which way we think it's going to fall. But tell me, what do you think the damage is going to look like? 31-17 Colts. I like it. Yeah, I, I had something similar. Um, I do think we can move the ball against the Colts. They give up like... They're starting... Uh, D- I think he was a defensive rookie of the year. He is out with a concussion. That is a linebacker. Okay. Uh, he's also out. So Hooker, the linebacker, uh, and then there uh, T.Y. Hilton... Yeah, is, is looking out. like he's out yeah. and uh there was one other guy i can't remember and i i was looking for their for their injury report i can't find it okay. but no well, even then yeah. i still think i i still don't think we get the win just because i they haven't shown me anything they haven't shown me any desire they haven't shown me any want to win and you know except for right. one game right um, yeah, I, I had something along the same lines. I said 32 to 20, I think, uh, because the Colts, they give up something like 4.5 yards a carry or something like that. So if you're a fantasy buff, I think both Mac and Jacobs should have big days. 
Um, I think Jacobs will get it done on the ground. I think he'll keep it fairly competitive, but at the end of the day, I, I think Brissett's going to carve us up, and here's why. The, the Colts have two massive tight ends, and that just spells doom for us right off the bat. I, I don't, with our linebackers hurting, um, I just, I, we're not going to be able to cover the tight ends. We can't cover the tight ends and, and stop the run. I think Mac is going to have a decent day on the ground. I think we do a little bit better if, 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 History says anything. Oakland seems to, after they give up a big game, like either on the ground or through the air, they seem to tighten it up, ratchet it up a little bit. So I'm going to say Mac. They keep Mac to somewhere around like 75 yards on the ground, but he'll still, I think, have a couple of touchdowns. Um, And I think Brissett is just going to torch us with, uh, I think it's Jack Doyle, um, and I forget the other uh, tight end's name. But even without... Eric Ebron. Yeah, Ebron. Even without Hilton in there... Just because they have those two massive tight ends, I just oh, <laughs> we haven't been able to cover in the past. What, what do we think? Uh, does that magically change on Sunday? I don't see it. I don't see it happening. Um, yeah, I think 32, 32 to twenty um, is is what it's going to be. I think the Colts win, and then I think that's going to pretty much put a cap on the season as far as for any playoff aspirations. I mean, I didn't come into this season thinking we were going to make playoffs anyway. But I do think that's a big blow to what I was hoping, seven, eight, maybe nine wins. I think at that point, um, this team becomes a 4-12, and 12, maybe 5-11 and 11 type team. And I think you have to look at it at this point. By the end of the year, I, if we lose on Sunday, I think we're going to have to look really long and hard at Derek Carr and how he played throughout the season. And I think we're going to have to pick away the garbage time stats. You know, we're going to have to pick away the the what did he do in the last five minutes of the fourth quarter. Take that away. What You know, take those stats out of the equation. And how did he perform for the first three quarters? You know, what does his passer rating look like then? What does his QB rating look like then? You know, so that's that's my take on it. Anyway. Yep. But, do you have any bold predictions, Mike? You know, I do. I do. Because I, I did think about this. Um I think I think Jacobs gets another pair of touchdowns. I think just because it it, it uh, 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 it lines up. For him. In fact, that's not bold enough. I'm going to say Jacobs. And I know this goes against what I said the score is going to be, but I think he gets three touchdowns. I think Jacobs gets three touchdowns for Oakland. Um, three touchdowns. I'm going to ra- I'm going to uh, I'm going to add a sack. I'm going to add a sack for um, uh, 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 Cleveland Farrell. I think Farrell's going to get a second sack on the season. Just one? Uh, can I go a sack and a half? He splits a sure. sack. He splits a sack, say, with uh, with maybe Mayowa or Hurst. Um, uh, up, up, maybe Hurst up the middle. So I'm going to go sack and a half for Farrell. He starts adding on to that. Starts looking like a good pickup for Oakland. I mean, he has... Did you watch the, the replay? He almost had an interception on a screen pass. He batted the ball down. But he I almost picked it off, and and yeah. he might. I don't know how fast he's a fast player. Um, I, I don't know if he could have outrun the line or the running back, but like if he picks that ball off, there's nobody there, and he we might have been sitting here going, well, that was a big silver lining to the you know even at the end of the day. But man, that guy's making plays. He's there. He's putting himself in position, and I I like what we're seeing so far through three games with Farrell. So I'll I'll give him a sack and a half. And Jacobs three touchdowns on the day. If you have him in fantasy, take my advice and uh, and give him set get him started. Jacobs having a big day against the Colts. Tyler, 
How about you, man? Um, goes against everything just that that I've said. I I am going to my bold prediction on offense is Derek Carr comes out as angry Carr or hoodie Carr or pissed off Carr, whichever of the monikers you prefer. I like it. And he's going to throw for 400 yards Oh, and three scores. I like it. I like it a lot. Pissed off Carr comes out and does that because the defense – for uh, the Colts is is banged up, and uh, that's what I want to happen. Yeah, yeah. to it, shut it, me up. It could to happen. make me. It could. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then I always like, like you said, I always like to do a defensive one as well. Hmm. What is a good defensive one? You know, can I switch my defensive one? I, I, as much as like Farrell, I think he's gonna get a lot of a lot of uh, looks. I'm gonna say Arden Key finally gets his first sack of the season. There you I'm go. Gonna, Key gets Brissett. He he chases him down from the back, I think, and uh, grabs him around the ankles, drops him for maybe a three or four yard loss. And, gets uh, him from behind. Yep, yep. Gets him from behind, and maybe uh, you know Key has made some very poor plays. Hasn't had very good decision making, and he better turn it around. Um, I still think Oakland needs another defensive end. I. Um, but Key Key needs to do something, or else uh, his playing time is going to see a rapid reduction on the field. But perhaps anyway, I, I, relegated I to a practice squad. I do have to jump in here really quickly. You said Darren Waller would have 120 yards and a touchdown last week. He had uh. 132 yards, no touchdown, but well done. Mm. You, as far as the predictometer, I think it's easy to say that you won last week's. So well, well, thank you, well, well thank done. you, kind sir. Well I'll done. take a bow. Um, <laughs> So my defensive one, can we create a turnover? And that would be per, nice. Perhaps. Well, you said Brissett's only thrown one interception. What I'm is it? Going to, oh. I, I think you said Brissett had one interception. Yep, one interception. Um, on I'm going to be so bold as to say perhaps Gary on Conley gets an interception. Ooh. And perhaps uh, Joyner. Gets an interception. Oh, double ints for a secondary that so far is devoid of yes. interceptions. Uh, of really any turn, I think we have one sack fumble yep. against Mahomes, yep. and that's the only turnover we've created that we recovered when we were down twenty-eight to seven. Yes. So, take it so I'm going to say <laughs> the score will not. The score I chose does not reflect that, but this is bold predictions. It's yes. not. Da, 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 da. Pan- it's not pansy predictions. It's not what I think is going to happen. It's bold predictions. Dun, 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 dun. So I like it. Uh, I, like, I it. like it. Well done. Well done. Well, you know what? I, I hate ranting against my team, man. I really do. But I, it's been pent up and having to deal with a lot of, I feel like, just like happy-go-lucky Raider fans this past week after just getting the doors blown off us again. Uh, I think that's, I'm more frustrated, I think, at our fan base that doesn't demand excellence uh, more than I am at actually the football team right now. I'm like, come on, who's with me? And I'm, I'm frustrated that other fans give me a sideways glance like, whoa, you know, you need to chill out. Like, hey, stop hating. It's like, 
come on, man. Like, everybody should be upset about this. If the coaches weren't upset about this kind of play, you would be upset. But, and I'm not, I'm not here to, like, I'm not here to just be like, hey, you know what? If we have another four-win season, I'm cool with it, man. I'm just a Raider fan. Like, no, I'm not cool with another four wins, man. To heck with that. I want to be vying for playoffs. And I wish the rest of Raider Nation would feel the same way, would light a fire under themselves and say, wait, I don't need to settle. We don't need to settle for four and five win seasons. We need to demand playoffs every year. I understand that there are rebuilding years, but this, dang it, is supposed to be a year that we get beyond four or five wins. We have the talent. Let's start Let's start expecting it. Let's raise our expectations, Raider Nation. Let's raise our expectations and demand more. That's what I say. But hopefully Amen. this time next week, Tyler, we'll be celebrating a two and two team. And I'll eating be eating a crow. Some crow. Yes. Absolutely. I and when you said like we demand better excellence, it reminds me of a of a teacher that I had in high school who once told the story of a coach that he had. Um, who said, and he said, I don't ask for your respect, slamming his fist on the, on the table and scaring the Pewadlins out of me. He would then scream, I demand it. And I want, that's, that's what I want. I don't want, you know, I don't, I don't ask for your respect. Dang it. I demand it. That's what I want from the Raiders organization. We've been a, a, a laughing stock for too long. And I don't, I don't ask for respect. Dang it. I demand it. That's what I want. Love it. Before we get going. Demand better. We've got a couple of phone calls or a phone call, if I'm not mistaken. Who do we got on the line this week, Tyler? This week we have Mr. Jay Morse once again from the Syracuse Salt City uh, Silver and Black he left one on Friday while I was in the hospital, and that one was having to do with a certain player who was let go of the New England Patriots last week. Oh, yes. And uh, we'll play that one, and then he left another one uh, Sunday evening. Yeah, Sunday evening. So we will play those and then discuss. Grandma, I mean, Micah and Tyler, he's free! He's free! A.B. got what he deserved. See ya! This is Jay from Syracuse, New York. Have a good show, guys. Tyler and Micah, it's Jay from Syracuse, New York calling in. I just want to uh, talk about three bad things from the game and three good things. Uh, so a little bit of positive, a little bit of negative. Let's start off with three bad things that I noticed. Uh, I'm sure you guys already talked about this stuff, but uh, the first thing is uh, the terrible officiating in this game. Uh, we got off to a terrible start because of two really bad calls. I mean, it, it should have the game should have started off with a Vikings three and out, but uh, that holding call against Conley that. The commentators didn't even see. 
And uh, there was uh, roughing the passer against Arden Key, but later in the game they didn't call it when Derek Carr got hit. Uh, all Arden Key did was push Cousins, and Cousins fell over at the penalty. I'm sure he'll get fined for that, too. Uh, the second bad thing is Derek Carr, unfortunately. This one's kind of a two-parter. Um, Derek Carr is kind of going back to his old ways, his old dink and dunk ways. Uh, it's not looking good. He's not looking down the field. If we need 10 yards, he throws for three. And the problem with these dink and dunk passes, if you, if that's all you do, if you have one incompletion, you're so far behind the chains. Now instead of needing, getting four yards each pass play, now you need to get eight yards on one pass play, and apparently they're not capable of that. Uh, I don't know if Williams is the number one receiver. I don't think we have a number one receiver. Our whole receiving crew is just not looking very good at all. Uh, There's just a lack of talent on offense in the skill positions. Other than Jacobs, who's been really good. They didn't use him much. He had a decent average. Uh, and then, of course, the injuries. Injuries have been terrible for us this year. Uh, we need to, we need, I don't know what's going on in that training room, but we need to get that fixed. Uh, three good things. I'll go over this quick. Uh, Darren Waller looked amazing, even though I just said there's no weapons. I'm talking really more about the receivers. Darren Waller looked amazing. 13 catches, 134 yards. If there was a game ball, it would go to him. Gabe Jackson's coming back next week. That should be huge. And I love Vontez Perfect on defense. He's really stepped it up. He's a leader, and he knows where to be. He knows where everyone else needs to be. I'm a huge fan. Thanks, guys. Go Raiders. The season's going to be all right. We have the Colts next week. Let's make it 500. Let's go two for two. Uh, two and two. Go Raiders. Bye. Jay, man, thank you so much. Love, much love over your wave. Appreciate the phone call. Um, yeah, you know, I, I, here's the thing, man. Against the Colts, like, I could see us winning. I could. Like, like as far as, like, the matchup, I like the matchup. Um, I just, the way I've watched the Raiders play, I just don't see it happening. But I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. I could see it happening, but I can't, if that makes sense. With, with the way I have to look at how we've played thus far this season. Um... Yeah, the the thing about the officiating that yeah, there were a couple of poor calls, but that's the thing like that you know, I, I think Tyler good teams find a way to they fight through that. You know, yep. they still find a way to win because every team experience I mean, ask the Saints. Every team finds a, you know, that has poor officiating. Um, you know, there is always a call or two it seems like in every game. That's like, what was that? Um, but that's still no excuse. Like two bad calls is no excuse. To get the doors blown off, thirty-four to seven. It's not like it was twenty-four to twenty-seven, and we were in field goal range, and it was a terrible call, you know, terrible holding call, and that's why we lost the game. Okay, you have a legit excuse at that point. Yep. Um, but but to lose, I mean, basically it's a bad call, seven, but you got to overcome that. Number one, right. you have to have. We already talked about this. You've got to have the self-discipline that when Cousins doesn't have the ball in his hand anymore. You can't shove him. They're gonna. It's right in front of a referee. The game is different now. You can't take cheap shots at the 
at the quarterbacks. You just can't right. do it. Right. Like they're gonna call it every time. Now Carr did take a shot to the throat. Yep. I I mean, what do you do? Usually, you, you would think that you could get a flag, but yeah. we didn't. But I mean, at that time, it's like freaking the game was almost over, anyways. Like right. it just right. Anyway, I yeah, two calls doesn't erase thirty four points, you know, no. or doesn't put us in that game. It's not like well, it's because of those two calls, you know, it could have been twenty four to thirty four. You know, it's like so nah, we agree to disagree, but yeah, that's yeah, okay. But, but you know, Raiders have always gotten the short end of the stick on calls and. Somebody mentioned it. I think it was uh, um, uh, Monster Mash Can. He said, "You know, I th- that might change when we hit Vegas, just because then Oakland will have a vested interest in they w- or, or the NFL will have a vested interest in wanting Oakland or the Vegas Raiders to do well." Then, so I, and I don't, you know, I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but it is weird the obscene amount of no calls and what the heck kind of calls that go against Oakland. There's Definitely, some, somebody has rubbed somebody the wrong way uh, about twenty years ago or so, and uh, it's it seems like it's still coming to bite us in the rear. So I don't know. We'll see. That that's all I have to say on that. But um, uh, yeah, Waller, dude, I agree, man. Waller, let's get him the ball more, huh? Let's let's get get him incorporated in the first quarter. You know, let's 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 rotate him in there and and get him the ball. So. You know, I just, I'm spitballing here because I just really, uh, man, I'm tired. I'm tired of coming on this podcast week in and week out, Tyler. And, and I'm not, I enjoy doing this podcast. No, I'm tired. I'm tired of making excuses. I'm tired of saying, well, maybe this week or this is why we lost. I want to come on here and just be like, man, another, I want to be like, let's go back to week one. You know, I want to be able to say, man, that wasn't all around the defense. You know, great plays. The special teams contributed. The offense scored points. Like, the whole thing was magical and beautiful. I want to be able to say that for more than like one week out of five. Let's, (laughs) let's, let's, come on, man. Come on. But Jay, again, man, thank you so much for the call. I have to agree with him. I like perfect on defense. Yes. He was he was throwing some cheap shots, <laughs> throwing some punches into piles, which I kind of enjoyed. Um, I'm sure that if he was on another team, I'd be like, what a thug. But anyway, right. he's on my team, so I kind of enjoyed that uh, throwback kind of like, to yesteryear, if right, you Right, when we were the bad boys of the NFL. And, right, uh, when we I, I, won games. Right. It's one thing to be a bad boy and, like, you know, you get a 15-yard penalty on a third and 14 that gives them a first down because we actually stopped Cook on that third and 14 about two yards short, but because of that personal foul, it's still atrocious that we gave up 12 yards on a third and 14, but because then that personal foul roughing the passer, it gave them the extra 15 as well um, for the first down. Uh, That's sad. When a third and 15, anything past like third and 11 yards, was about a 95% chance that the opposite team was going to run a run or a draw or a little curl route, a safe play, and you were going to get a stop. But not if you're the Oakland Raiders. Like, our range, our range isn't even third and 40. Wasn't that what it was against the Chiefs? Third I think and it was third and 30, for third real. Third and 30. I really um, think it was, and they no, threw and I know, a, a touchdown. Right, it was a touchdown bomb. Like, that's sad when third and 14, I'm biting my fingernails going, boy, I hope we can get off the field. Third and 14, third and 30 used to be a sure thing. But 
apparently, but not that's sad that my defense is so poor that third and 14 is not a given. Third and 30 is not a given. That teams are like, this team, they're so bad, we're going to take a deep shot because either they're going to draw a PI or we're going to just complete the dang thing and, and we'll be hunky-dunky. Like, we're completing third and 30s and third and 14s like it's third and two. You know? that. Uh, uh, anyway, I'm done being frustrated. Let's go beat the Colts, Raider Nation. Let's get it done. Let's pull the 500. Jay, I hope you're right. Tyler, for the count so far, 2-1 and one on the season. I am 3-0. and oh. um, Hopefully, but Tyler, we're both wrong this week. And uh, uh, we can be rejoicing and have a, maybe a glimmer of hope heading into London. and maybe Mayhaps. Going, you know what? Maybe, just maybe, if that team shows up in London like they showed up on Sunday, we've got a fighting shot. So, we'll see. We'll see. But... Raider Nation, thank you so much for hanging out with us. We really appreciate. You want to rant? You want to rave? You want to praise? You want to give us guff? Give us a call, 208-557-9771. Drop us a message. We'd love to hear from you. Find us at Behind iPatch on Twitter, the Facebook group, Behind the iPatch. Find us on there. I'm putting polls up constantly. Interesting fact, Tyler. Before the season started, uh, it was 89% of Raider Nation said Carr is the guy. And only 11% didn't have faith. This last go-around, after last week's game, 60% said Carr is the guy. Ooh. 40% said time to move on. Um, it'd be interesting to see. Will that number start to even out and mayhaps tip in the other direction? Or a win usually solves everything. Right. If, if you, we you could just what? win some games, I think we'd all be okay and realize yeah. that we have a decent team. It's the winning part that eludes us. Right. Right. We will find out, but go participate in some polls on Facebook. Always putting them up every week. We appreciate you guys hanging out with us. We will see you in the next episode. Just win, baby.